Today's episode of Locked On Spartans is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. On today's show of Locked On Spartans, we made it, we made it, we made it. That's all, we made it, holy, we made it, let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Monday, March 15th. The year is 2021. Oh my god. Oh god. I'm your oh host, god. Will Hunter. Joined oh god. By, by my, was mere few hours ago, 78% of the way to a heart attack co-host, Matt Sheehan. 78, that's put, I was 78 at the first commercial break, man. Like, <laughs> I, I had one wish going into this election show. It's like, I did not want to be slow rolled. Like, if MSU is going to make it, uh, make it be in the first region, not the second half of the last region after having to sit through three commercial breaks and just a lot of doubt and seeing teams that should not be in, making it in on buys, uh, well, I, I was I was absolutely dying by the end of uh, that little show that they had on CBS at 6 p.m. Uh, on Sunday, Will. I need I, I just need this beer. <laughs> this like this isn't a want. Like I, I medically have this beer prescribed to me right now because um, if I didn't have it, I would be having an aneurysm right now, and I wouldn't be here, Will. And you uh, would probably want a co-host for the show, perhaps. Maybe not. I'm putting words in your mouth. That's very mean of me to do. So go on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're good. No, I I prefer Will, I you scared. alive. Well, I was so scared. I prefer uh, you alive. I hated it. I'm. I, you know what? I'll stop. We're gonna on talk today's about episode so of though. Locked On Spartans. We are going to discuss. Um, so scared. Sweating out. The bracket reveal and uh, just what a terrible experience that was. I hated it. We are going to complain about the net and the selection committee and call fired. some people some some bad words. Every one of them fired. Hacks. Go on. And then we'll probably close the show with some perspective just about how uh, lucky we are as Michigan State basketball fans. <laughs> That's the plan for today's show. Reminder to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Lockdown Spartans wherever you get your podcast. We do this every single day, five days a week, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every single day. Matt, we've got a bracket challenge. We've got a couple bracket challenges to tell you about. First bracket one is ours. Awesome, man. Yeah. Lockdown Spartans. Go to Lockdown Spartans Group. ESPN, search Lockdown Spartans Group. Join us. We've got um, first, second, third place prizes, uh, home field gift cards, some subscriptions to spartanswill.substack.com, my amazing substack, and uh, also a secret prize for something we haven't yet determined, a place we haven't yet determined, but we will have that later in the week, something funny, just a random winner uh, as well. So Locked On Spartans group and the ESPN Bracket Challenge. I've tweeted out a bunch, Matt's tweeted out a bunch, we'll continue to do so all week join it we've got i think it was 130 plus 140 something like that last time i checked so definitely join that and we will tell you about our uh, locked on entire group bracket challenge uh coming up here in a little bit i want to start the show though matt yeah well 
This is a quote from, uh, I think it's Kentucky's AD, the chair, the, the, the committee chair, the selection committee chair. Is that, is that who Barnhart is? I don't, Barnhart, I don't care. I, Kentucky. I don't care. I'm just going to make care. sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mitch Barnhart. Okay, so Mitch Barnhart, Kentucky athletic director and is the chair of the selection committee and is doing all the uh, media rounds. Okay, ready? Yeah. Barnhart on Utah State getting a bye and not a play-in game. Quote, Utah State had the best net, unquote, among the teams under consideration. Puts the wins over San Diego State as, quote, high quality, unquote. The Aggies, Matt, had two quad one wins, and the Syracuse Orange had a quad one win. Your Michigan State Spartans had five quad one wins. Your reaction to that absolute drivel bullshit sentence. I, I mean, here's another one, too. Uh, Barnhart asked if, quote, something is out of whack with the net this year, uh, even though, you know, Colgate is ranked in the top 10, Loyola is number 10 overall. Uh, he said, quote, I don't think that's the sense at all. We're very confident in the net, says Colgate. Colgate is, quote, a bit of an outlier. I don't think there is a perfect metric out there. Well, like, this is one thing that we were kind of really holding out hope for. And there was also whispers, too, that it, this would happen. Yeah. Or rather not happen. That net wouldn't be taken strongly into account this year because, well, net's just kind of confusing to begin with, and it doesn't paint a perfect picture either. Like, listen, we know there's not a perfect metric out there, but we know that there's one that's wildly imperfect, and it's the one that's ranking Michigan State 70th and Colgate 9th. And I'm fine. Hey, listen, I'm fine if you want to use net. Why is Colgate ranked a 14 seed against three Arkansas? They, they should be on the two line. They should be on the three line. Like, Loyola should not be an eight seed. They, they should be a three seed. If you're going to use yeah. net as an excuse for Michigan State to be in the first four, be consistent. Don't don't just hide behind net when it's convenient and then just use it when it's not. Like, it, it, this is not the way I wanted to start the podcast. I was honestly thinking, like, I would jump on and be like, hey, we should be really happy that we're in the tournament in the That's first place. That's the end place. of the show. The end of the show. That's the I know. End we're doing an inside out here, man. But, like, after just, like, looking at it and especially reading these BS quotes, like, dude – Double like if you're gonna use net, don't be like oh well it's a little bit of an outlier with this one team like no you moron there's outliers all over the place like it's it, it sucks it's unfortunate it has this much bearing when it comes to selecting an NCAA tournament field um, but hey I mean listen like what can you count on every selection Sunday you can count on three things you can count on drama. You can count on Syracuse getting the benefit of the doubt that they don't deserve oh, yeah. whatsoever. Like, that's been a common theme. <laughs> and you could also count on Michigan State getting screwed a little. And maybe that's why I was so at peace with getting a first four game right off the bat. Because, yeah, MSU got a little screwed today, but will. Like, I, I don't know if I would rank this in the top three of screw jobs by the committee of all time <laughs> in Michigan State. Like, go back to the For two MSU. seed they got in 2016. Go back to the two seed in 2019. Go back to the four seed in 2014. Like, MSU just gets jobbed on Selection Sunday, so like maybe I'm just numb to it now, and that's why I didn't care at first, but now it's like, oh, oh, oh Barnhart, you nut-having son of a oh, loser. Michigan oh, well. State, Michigan State, in, in 2018, went 29-4 through the Big Ten regular season and Big Ten tournament. 29-4. So, yeah. yeah, that's no good. That's okay. wasn't a great Big Ten year, but they beat... Uh, a lot. I'm looking at it now. Beat a really good Notre Dame team in the non-conference. Beat a great North Carolina team in the non-conference, and you know only had two regular season losses within the conference and won it going away 
top six Ken Palm team, and they were a three seed. <laughs> three, yep. Listen, like, it, 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 there's never a selection Sunday where we're looking like, oh, wow, MSU really got the benefit of the doubt here from the committee. Like, I, no, they don't. Like, it's just one thing you can count on. And, <laughs> of course, like, and this six. year the excuse is no, not. not even. I'm just looking at it right great. now. A 27-4 and four Xavier team got a mm-hmm. one seed. <laughs> yeah. No, that's just a fantastic oh, system that you got seed. here. And it's just all over oh. the board. So you like Colorado's a 15 seed. Okay, why are they on the six line or, or whatever they are? Like, no, they, they that should be a three team. Like, the, again, like that's what bothers me the most. If you're going to use net, sack up and use net. Don't just use net as your little security blanket when you get asked about it by the press after you once again completely were just bumble, you know what, selecting the field and seeding all these teams. Like, we could all stop lying to each other and saying that net is a way to select the field. Like, no, net is just your security blanket for when you're pressed about it and when you're exposed as complete morons. Like, I, that that's just is what it is. Let's just be adults about it and say it up front. Like, oh, the net, <laughs> yeah, no, that's just uh, that's uh, what we safeguard ourselves with because we have no accountability and uh, we just thought net was a cool sounding thing, so that's what we have. Morons, yes. complete morons. I, I, I guess I just valued more. Or I guess I thought they valued more wins as opposed to lack of losses, and that doesn't even make a ton of sense because, like, yeah, Michigan State got waxed like four times this season. Maybe uh, eight double-digit losses. I, I tallied eight double-digit yeah. losses. There right. you go. And yeah. oh, I think only ah, gosh, what like two, three were like ten to twelve points. A lot of them were were big losses. Correct. Yep. But they also have better wins, not even close, not mm-hmm. even close. Like, if you combined Utah State and Syracuse's wins, like, they're still not even close. Syracuse's best win. Syracuse's best win. Oh, was their buzzer beater lost this week? That That's their best win, that they kept it close against Virginia. Like, that was fresh in the committee's head. Like, I think that has something to do with the two. It's like, MSU got tuned up by Maryland, but Syracuse lost, but hey— it was close. They lost on a buzzer beater. Like wins and losses don't matter. It is how you lose and how you win. Like if this year doesn't prove that, I, I, I don't know if it ever will. Then they beat North Carolina at home by two points a couple weeks ago. Oh, turn That's it their up. Best nice. Win. Wow. That's great. Yep. <laughs> Impressive. They have North Carolina is what a two seed this year. I'm, I'm looking at the bracket. I can't. Oh, that's right. They're an eight seed. Uh, great. Eight seed. Get yeah. out of here. Their wins against tournament teams, and I'm not going to count Georgetown because Georgetown isn't a tournament team. Great run through the through the Big East, obviously. Sure. Yeah. Um, if Villanova's healthy, like they don't make that run. But Georgetown was a below 500 team this year, and we've talked about Georgetown quickly during the bets. Like, hey, they're better than their record suggested. It's still a mediocre mm-hmm. team. They were under 500 for the entire season. Yeah. They have one. Two, <laughs> three wins against tournament teams. They have, and, and you can, you can, frick, frick, I said the F word, fuck. Nah. Throw Georgetown in there. Mm-hmm. Four wins that they beat. Georgetown at home by five points. They beat Virginia Tech at home by 18. Hey, quality win. They beat North Carolina at home by two, and they beat Clemson at home by 10 when Clemson was a disaster. I know. 
It's uh, and like honestly, like my, my real sentiment, and we'll get to this in later segments. Like my real sentiment is like I, I am thankful that like we're in the tournament. It, it's just when yes. stiffs and ill-fitting suit coats that like get paid a ton of money for just looking like idiots in front of the press get up there and don't have a good reason as to like why things the way they are. Like you're the head of the committee, man. Like let's actually have an answer instead of like oh that's that's good and bad sometimes. Like, thanks, dude. Like God. Just accountability is all I'm looking for. Just, that's it. I, I just want someone to answer questions correctly. That doesn't seem like too much to ask for, does it, Will? Here's a little bit of accountability on our end. Don't lose to Northwestern. Tuned up by Minnesota. <laughs> get tuned up by Minnesota. And don't blow the lead against Purdue. Oh, yeah. It's not a big deal. Oh, again. <laughs> so, like, we, we will get to this later. Like, I, I, <laughs> yes. I was hoping to get on here and like talk about how lucky we are, but we're inside out in this. We will get to that point because... That's my true sentiment. I'm not actually upset that MSU's in the first four. I'm just upset for the reason, I guess, if that makes sense. That's kind of I'm an oxymoron, but like, I'm I'm annoyed at who's ahead of them. That's fair. Yeah, oh, beyond I'll fair. Put it that way. Beyond fair. Yeah. The main reason, you know, let's pause here. We'll come right back, and I'll tell you the main reason why I'm upset. First, <laughs> first, a word from Blue Chew. Yeah, Blue Chew. Come on and chew some blue. That's going to have a ring to it. it, it, They're signing you up right now. Blue Chew is a unique (laughs) online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. But, Matt, it's in a chewable form. Chewable. Yeah. Chewable. That's why they call it Blue Chew. And it's at a fraction of the cost. Their tablets combat all forms of ED and can help men gain extra confidence for when it's time to perform. And it's easy, Matt an online prescription service that means no doctor's visit to the office no awkward conversations you don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy and it ships right to your door in a discreet package so there is nothing to worry about simple process sign up at bluechew.com consult with one of their licensed medical providers and once you're approved you will receive your prescription within days and it's all done online that's fantastic and like I said, Matt, it's blue chew. So if you don't like swallowing pills, there is no problem here. And we've got a special deal for our listeners, Matt. Hey, we will. You can try blue chew for free when you use promo code LOCKDOWN. One word, LOCKDOWN at checkout. Just pay $5 for shipping. It's bluechew.com. Promo code LOCKDOWN to receive your first month for free. Today's show is also brought to you by Bet Online. So MSU is a hundred to one to win the NCAA tournament. They are, but also one point favorites against UCLA so far. Hmm. Yeah, you like that? Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. And Bet Online even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and prop bets on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online as you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It is the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code LOCKEDON. One word, LOCKEDON, and you're going to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. March Madness is here, and that means bracket challenges we told you about our bracket challenge earlier. Well, you can also join the Locked On Listener Bracket Challenge group on ESPN. Go to ESPN, Locked On Listener. 
we'll also be tweeting out links for that. Submit your picks, and if you win, if you win, you will get a guest appearance on the Locked On Today podcast, our daily news podcast. How awesome is that? Pretty awesome, I would say. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah. The link to the show or the link to join is in the show notes of this episode, so you can check that out there. And like I said, Matt and I will also tweet it out. So get your picks in today. Okay, Matt. All right, well. The reason why I'm annoyed or was annoyed, I'm fine now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> write that, write, that make sure you write in the papers that I'm not mad right now. Put it, don't you dare put in the newspaper that I got mad. <laughs> yes. Don't you forget it. <laughs> um, no, so this isn't about like, oh, Michigan State and their excellent case. It's when you look at the resumes of Michigan State, Syracuse, Utah State, Wichita State, Drake. Um, Drake. Who else? Even like Drake. Louisville. Pick a team. Yeah. St. Louis. Louisville. Yeah. When you look at them, it's like, okay, one one of these teams has beaten a bunch of really good teams, has beaten three top five, six teams in the country, three beat two one seeds, beat a two seed. And the other teams are just a lot of kind of meh. And Michigan State's resume is pretty meh as well. Sure. But when I looked at them, I was like, okay. This is more about Michigan State not being better than those teams, their resume not being better, but their resume just not being as bad as those teams, if that makes sense. Yeah, no. None of so. these teams, none of these teams, MSU included, are throwing a sterling resume out there. <laughs> not a one. No. Yeah. But I just, looking at those, like, man, okay, here's the pool of teams. Here's the bubble. Here's the eight to ten teams that are going to get these six spots, the the two straight 11 seeds and then the four playing 11 seeds, right? Okay. I know for sure that Michigan State's resume and team is better than pretty much any of these other bubble teams. None of them are great. They all deserve to be on the bubble. But I felt pretty confident, and all the other bracket, not all, but a lot of the bracketologists felt pretty confident as well, Matt. Oh, I would that, say all. Uh, yeah, I, I had a very hard almost time all. finding one. Yeah. Almost all. Uh, almost all the bracketologists felt like, okay, when you stack Michigan State's resume against Syracuse, Drake, Wichita State, Utah State, etc. They're going to come out on top. Like it's just like okay, the the wins are too strong for them to to have to play in the first four. And yeah, Georgetown winning, Oregon State winning. We saw Michigan State was the top of the um, first four teams. They're the highest ranked first four teams. So that means when Oregon State won last night, <laughs> they. Uh, or two nights ago, that is what put Michigan State into the first four. So they were right there. But I just thought, you know, Utah State, Syracuse, like they're not going to rank either of those teams' resume above Michigan State's, but they didn't. So that's that's where the annoyance comes from. It just seemed like, okay, nobody's got a great resume, but among these six to eight to ten teams, feel pretty confident that Michigan State's resume will be the most appealing to the committee, and they'll be one of the – 11 seeds that doesn't have to play in the playing game. But, Matt, we were yeah. wrong because Utah State beat San Diego State twice. And, you know, you don't – nobody beats San Diego State, No, Matt. not the Aztecs. Not, no, not no, the year no. of our Lord 2021, Well, No. <laughs> no, nobody beats San Diego State, who's a six seed. Oh, heavens. Oh, God. Could you imagine beating anyone that's a six seed or higher? 
Oh, Mm-mm. my goodness gracious. Oh, no. Couldn't do it. Cannot uh, imagine I it. I know. It, you know, I, I thought it I was somehow, kind of... Oh, sorry. Uh, I was going to say, like, you know, you watch the broadcast. We all watch the broadcast of the uh, MSU-Maryland game to kick off the Big Ten tournament. And, like, I, the announcers were saying a lot of people believe that this could be loser goes to the first four and winner goes... It's like, okay, I... That doesn't sound necessarily correct, but I guess if you got to jack it up for the ratings, like, fine, whatever. No, like, that ended up being pretty spot on. <laughs> that was yeah. uh, pretty much it, because, like, especially, you know, just to go back to the selection so broadcast, like, it gets down to the final eight teams. There's an 11 seed out there with the playing games, and then there's the 10 seed out there. Maryland has been called. MSU has been called. MSU was not jumping Maryland, so, like, when no. BYU's up there, it's like, well... We're about to see two teams here, uh, and if Michigan State is not one of these two teams, it, it's time to cannonball through the window and uh, just panic and just lose our minds and probably get arrested tonight. Um, but yeah, it was nice. I was so deep in the bargaining stage at that point uh, where I didn't even care that Michigan State was in the first four. But yeah, like who, who knew that that first round game had so much, uh, I guess, leverage on who would be getting in the first four and who would be getting the buys. Um, I thought that was kind of just broadcaster speak, but, well, you know what? Sometimes they tell the truth in those broadcasts. I did not enjoy the selection show. I hated it. Like, my one wish didn't come true, and it was just to get it over <laughs> with quick. It, it literally went as far as it possibly could have. <laughs> we were the, okay, one, two, three, four, five, six. The seventh to last team <laughs> with their name called today. Oh, it was horrible. It was horrible. And, like, you you know that, like, Louisville hasn't been called. It's like, oh, my God, it's going to be Louisville-UCLA in the first playing. Yeah. Like, oh, and every, everything sucks. I hate everything. And now I'm doing, like, MSU had, like, popped up on the screen. Like, I, I yelled. I was, <laughs> thank God. I, I, I was... I was holding my child. Oh, I, I put mine down what? on the ground. I was like, yeah. I, I can't have you in my arms. I'm a liability right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was stress pacing around the room, like mad as hell. I was I getting m- actually mad. UCLA haven't freaking beat anybody. No, of course not. And let's like we we see these teams go up like, oh, Wichita State's in like that's unique. Like okay, VCU, all right. Uh, oh, Syracuse just gets a buy like. Oh, like there's oh, like this is weird. Like things aren't going the way that they're supposed to be going, according to every single bracketologist out there. And it's like we got our side group check going. It's like, yep, we're not making it. We're screwed. We're screwed. It's like, oh my, <laughs> oh my god, no, no, please say it. And so and so, like maybe that's why I was like in a good mood after it is because I was such in a desperation mode of bargaining where I didn't really care how MSU got in. Pair them up as the 15th seed against Alabama. I don't care. Just get in the dance for the 23rd year, and, and let's all forget this ever happened. But, hey, I mean, whatever. You first UCLA, first dance, and we're, we're dancing, man. So UCLA needed three overtimes to beat Pepperdine. That's pretty good. I mean, don't um, sleep on Pepperdine. Those are relaxed kids from Malibu. They, they can't be shook. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's juggernaut over there. Uh, UCLA played one, two, three... Uh, da, da, da. I'm going to include Oregon State. Four, five, uh, six, seven, eight, nine games against tournament teams met and went mm-hmm. two and seven. Like, listen, once again. Like, One of those games was a five-point win against Oregon State, who <laughs> was 14 and 12 and 10 and 10 in the awful Pac-12 before yeah. running through the Pac-12 tournament. <laughs> I had a tweet 
queued up. I wrote it, and it was part of a reverse jinx. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wrote it in the last commercial break, and it said, "Bleep the committee." Yeah. But I did not. I did not write bleep. I uh, wrote. I wrote the word. Gross. F the committee. Yeah, there we go. And that it was adult. just sitting there. It was sitting there for a minute, and I was just waiting to hit send. Yeah. Ho- holding my. Uh, how old is he? Ten month. Yeah. Gosh, it's so hard to remember. March. Yeah, ten month old child. Yeah. Holding my ten month old child, waiting to just send a telecommunication to a social media site that merely said, "Bleep this group of people." I don't know any of them, but bleep them. Don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. That. Let's not do that anymore, ever again. Yeah, Please. That... Well, I'm exhausted, man. Like that was I. I'm drained right now. Um, I, I I didn't know that 40 minutes of just uh, gumble talking to a television could take so much life out of me, but <laughs> that was that was uh, horrifying. It, simply put, I'm not gonna act like oh, it was never a doubt. Like you guys know me by this point. Like no, I was I was dying. <laughs> it was not a good situation. But you know what? Dancing is dancing. First four. Yeah, of course, I'll hear people like, oh, technically, that's not part of the tournament. Like, no, if you want to do the technically thing, like, it, it is part of the tournament. I'm sorry. Like, it has been for a few years. I don't know what to tell you guys. Like, I, I know it's not the sexiest spot to be in, but you know what is sexy? It is the number 23 by Michigan State for years in a row in the tournament, and that's all I care about right now. You asked me three weeks ago, three weeks ago, hey, MSU makes a tournament, but they're going to be in the first four. Are you kidding me? I, I would have liquidated the 401k. I would have given my right arm to you, both kidneys. Like, yeah, let's go. That that sounds awesome. So, in the end, hey, MSU's dancing, and that's all I care about, and that's all that we really should care about. Is this a Final Four team? <laughs> Please. Maybe. Uh, yes. <laughs> we'll, 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 actually, uh, no, listen, they're either going to get housed by 20 against UCLA or they're barnstorming to a, a Final Four um here against Michigan no, the Elite Eight. Which, there's uh, no yeah, there's no in between. Let's pause here, we'll come back and finish off the show. Um doing something a little bit more positive, you know. Being thankful. First Yeah, I like this. First a word from Built Bar. Built Bar. I I could have used forty nine thousand built bars uh before today, Will. <laughs> um Matt, we've been telling you about Built Bar for a long time. Yeah, long time. Sure yeah, for a good reason. The low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all the bars. But now, Matt. Yes, Will. Now it's time to find out which built bar is the best. The king of built bars. No playing game for the built bar bracket. Got that right. Nope. It is built bar madness. We are in the Sweet 16. And because it's Monday, Matt. Yeah. We do not have a matchup yet. <laughs> okay, never mind. All right. Okay. Yes, we do not have a matchup yet, but if you go to BuiltBar.com, by the time you listen to this, because it's Sunday night, by the time you listen to this, go to BuiltBar.com or at Built underscore Bar on Twitter, and you will see the matchup. So whatever it is, whenever they figure it out, tally up the votes from the first round, then you can go vote on it. But while you're at BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, LOCKED15, one word, to get 15% off your next order. That is locked 15. To get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Lockdown's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. 
Brian and Matt are talking all things NFL, Matt. All things NFL. we got free agency coming up. The draft is in, I don't know, I think like five weeks, six weeks. Uh, it, it could be tomorrow. It could be in late August. <laughs> I just quite simply had completely off my yeah. radar. It's it's the sports calendar season is going to move real quick here for the next few months. We got, got the tournament right. and yeah. then NFL free agency going and then the draft. But you want to be listening to Peacock and Williamson because they're going to be talking about all the big storylines in the league through free agency and as we lead up to the NFL draft. Subscribe to Locked or to Peacock and Williamson, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, wherever you get your podcast. Okay, so we've done a lot of griping and complaining. And I think that's okay. We got that out of us, but listen, yeah. I, and I know that's the front of the show, but I, I promise you, like, 95% of me is just what this segment's all about. It's just being thankful, man. I I know that might be the loser's way out and like, oh, demand more, and like, we should be a 10 or we should be an 11 with a buy. Like, listen, like, yeah, MSU has some really awesome wins the last few weeks. They've also gotten tuned the F up in, like, eight of these games, man. Like, they did not look oh, yeah. anything like a tournament team for the whole season. I know the last three weeks look good, but guess what? Like, you are judged on your season. Uh, I know I'm kind of dumping a cold water, cold bucket of water here on a lot of state fans, but, like, man, it was a hairy season. And I don't have to tell anyone that, but I'm just thankful to be here. Like, it, just like what I said last segment, you asked me three weeks ago what I would do to get in the tournament. Yep. Anything, anything, anything short of like a maximum sentence felony, I think I would have done. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty fired up that MSU is back in the tournament, even if it's a first four game at what, 11 p.m. or whatever the game's going to tip off against UCLA. Fine, I don't <laughs> care. Tip it off at 4 a.m. on a Wednesday for all I care, man. Like MSU's <laughs> dancing. There's only two teams in the nation that could say they have a 23-plus-year streak. It's Kansas. It's MSU. It ain't Duke. It ain't North Carolina. It ain't Kentucky. It ain't anyone else. It's MSU and Kansas. And that says a lot about the domination and tradition of winning at a program. Well, God, I'm just so I'm just so happy to be in the tournament. I, this is great. I'm yeah, we root, for, we root for a team that is like nightmare worst-case scenario season is still in the tournament. <laughs> Like, right, I mean, there's it a lot to be said about that when your yeah. worst year still ends dancing in March. That's <laughs> yeah. Whew. And prior to this, the absolute gold standard of horrible seasons under Tom Izzo at Michigan State, excluding the first two years sure, of sure, his sure. time. Yeah. Uh, the gold standard horrible season was a ten seed. <laughs> like, yeah, a ten seed. I know, and it's only yeah, it's only the third time that MSU's been a double digit seed under Izzo too. It's not like you know yeah. we're scraping by all the time. I mean, no, it's yeah. this is an anomaly. Like this is a once every ten yeah. year thing that we like to do. I shouldn't say like yeah. to do, have to do, have um, to do. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, uh, thank God. Got like three times as many Final Fours as double digit seeds. <laughs> so yeah, decent. A- decent and some and some. Yeah, right. Oh man, that's whew, decent. That's, that's a nice little. Fun I'm gonna fact tweet right that. There. I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet that. Yeah, it's good nice. Just, Go for just it. Just made yeah. that up yeah. uh, top of my head. Yeah, yeah. That we awesome. um. Yeah. That's like the number one thing I think. After you get over the initial like Syracuse, Utah State, really, which I, know, I think is yeah. more than fair for all of us to have as a moment for whatever it is in in, in our max. Mm-hmm. But. After that, like, it's it's pretty great. <laughs> it's pretty great that we get to still root for a team 
in the NCAA tournament yet again. Um, and it won't always be like this. They're eventually at some point going to miss the tournament. Um, but it's just, yeah, thankful and really glad to be a Michigan state basketball fan. (laughs) It is like the overwhelming feeling once that anger at Syracuse gets gone. And like you said, three weeks ago, Matt, Mm -hmm. not even three weeks ago, like here's Michigan state's resume, um, after losing to Purdue on February 16th, so a month ago, 10 and 9 overall, <laughs> four, 4 and 9 in the Big Ten, two, two of those wins, two of those wins were against Nebraska, had blowout losses to Northwestern, blowout loss to Minnesota, yeah. blew a game against Purdue, lost to Rutgers by 30, blew out, uh, got blown out by Ohio State. Like that was... Oh, sorry. And got blown out by Iowa the second time. Sure. That was that was their resume. Absolute heaping trash fire. And everyone who wrote and tweeted and said, yeah, this team's not making the tournament. Guilty. We were all right. We were all 100% <laughs> correct. We were. We absolutely were at the time because that is they weren't playing anything remotely resembling good basketball. And then at halftime against Indiana, something happened. And they came out, played incredible for 20 minutes, got a quality win on the road, quad one win, then followed it up and beat Illinois and Ohio State, two top five teams back-to-back, in three days. And what I'm also, like, jazzed about, too, and this was going to be a really hard conversation to have if they did not make the tournament, if the season kept progressing the way it would, but... The legacy yeah. of these kids on the team, too, like especially, namely, Aaron Henry and Josh Lankford, like awesome players, even better kids from all accounts, everything that we could tell about them. Mm-hmm. But still, I think we'd all be lying to ourselves if we said that if we looked at their careers here at State, if they missed a tournament, if we wouldn't think about them being the guys that ended the streak. Like I think we'd all be yeah. lying. It's kind of like, we you would. know, how we think about Denzel Valentine's tenure here. Like, listen, hey, he was literally player of the year. Big Made 10 the final four the year before. Final four Made the, year the before. final four the year before. Final four the year before. But here's the really, 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 really unfortunate part about him is that it's very hard to think about his legacy at State and not think about how it all ended against Middle mm-hmm. Tennessee State. Like, yeah. as incredible as a player he was – that's still kind of an earmark on him. And this would have been an even obviously a worse earmark too. Like, you guys are the ones that ended the streak. Like, some that the program yeah. is built on. Sustained success in March. But thank God. Like, I'm just, I mean, I'm not, I shouldn't say I'm happy for them because, like, that would make it sound like, oh, they just got lucky that it didn't work out that way. Like, no, they were the ones that worked their ass off for it. You're proud they, of them. Exactly, I'm proud of them, and like it, it's great to see though, like their effort and hard work and just figuring the figuring it the f out actually worked too. Because this isn't yeah. like these were ticky tack games, like oh we're losing by four here, three here. Like no, they were getting housed They're by bad. a lot of these teams, and they had five. No, I'm sorry, they had eight games left in the season, and they had to find five wins somewhere in this conference, and it's a complete beast. And with that I, schedule. With that schedule, and they figured out a way to get it done. And, like, I'm just – I mean, I'm just happy on behalf of them. And, you know, not just happy as a fan. 
grateful for them too. Like I, that, that's mm-hmm. just the the amount. Well, allow me to be even more cheesy and cliche. Like the amount of just grit, guts, and leadership, and everything that took to, f- especially, especially, especially in a COVID year two, where mentally you're probably drained down. You're living in close to isolated situations where you're just seeing your team. You're not going out anywhere. Like mental health can't be all that great. You still found a way on the ropes to dig yourself out of a giant hole and make the tournament. Like that's I, what. What more can you say about those kids? I mean, it's it's an incredible effort they gave at the end of the year, and I'm really, really, really glad that it paid off with the 23rd straight trip to the NCAA tournament for your Michigan State Spartans. Will like that's that's awesome mm-hmm. for them. Yeah. To close the season over a two week span. They played. They could have turtled. They oh. could have been Indiana. Like they could have been Minnesota. Like, like they, they could have easily yep. just said, like, ah, okay, well, it's not going well. Let's just like kind of just tuck our heads and just get to the end of the season here. Like, yeah, eh, they played. <laughs> they played seven games. Four of which were against top four teams, top five teams, mm-hmm. in two weeks. Yeah, seven games in fifteen days. Four of which against. Top five teams, and that's why the first four is good. That's three games in six days now. That, that plays in MSU's hand. Oh, they're so ready. <laughs> they're ready. They went uh, after getting waxed two games in a row by Iowa and Purdue. It's calculated. They went. Yep. They went five and two, and they went three and one against four top five opponents, and that's what got them in. And I hope we remember that. That two-week stretch, the feeling of them like pulling the Ohio yeah. State game out of their butt, them outplaying Illinois, yeah. them really like outplaying Michigan the second time around, like really like it ended up close and it was a close game, but like man, that whole game is like they're gonna win this game, they're gonna win this game, they're gonna win this game. Um, mm-hmm. I hope we remember that, and whatever run we get here, we'll see. Um, <laughs> Cannot, you literally, quite literally, never know with this team. Um, but that two-week stretch to close the season to drag this team from out of the next four out, like 10, 12, 14, 16 spots off the bubble all the way into the tournament, it's a hell of a two-week run, and it was really, really enjoyable. And now we get postseason basketball that we didn't think we were going to get. Had accepted our fate, we weren't getting it, and now we got it. I can't that's, wait. That's freaking awesome. I can't wait, man. This is the best. Because I honestly, do you know why I was going to save this too when I was officially didn't make the tournament? I, I like I was not going to watch this tournament unless <laughs> you didn't make it. And like you, you can call BS on me all you want, but like I was, I was not going to watch a second of this tournament if MSU didn't make it. I was going to be so heartbroken and disgusted. But uh, you, know you know what? If they lose, they made it, so. if they lose to UCLA, mm-hmm. I'll watch. I'll watch the whole damn thing. Don't care. They made it. Even when they lost in the first oh, round or please. second round, still watch the tournament. Like, yeah. yep, we're yep. a part of it. I'll watch it all. But yeah, it would have not been fun. No, I, I I wouldn't even bring myself to a television. Like, it, the only other time I've done that was after the Middle Tennessee State game. Like, I think I watched a half hour of the national championship game, and that was it. Like, I, I didn't watch a single second of basketball. I was so disgusted with everything. <laughs> Sometimes you just lose, but at least you were a part of it. Couldn't imagine not being part of it. But no, we don't have to, Matt. No, no, because this Thankfully. is Michigan State, Will. Because this is Michigan State, Will. Let's go. That is true. All right, we're ready to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll talk a little bit more about this. Michigan State got a pretty intriguing football commit over the weekend, so maybe we can talk a little bit about that. Quick 
side swipe away from basketball. But yeah, we'll, we'll be talking about the tournament. We'll be talking about UCLA a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it says Wednesday here, but that game's Thursday, right? Thursday. They're all Thursday. Okay. Yeah, four games on yeah. Thursday. We still don't know yeah. the time as of rec- like I know yes. I said 11 p.m. tip. I, that was all speculation. I'm sorry. I, shouldn't 4 a.m. tip. Yeah. On right. B and on B and or no yeah. on Quibi. 4 a.m. C-span four. Only, yep. Only on Quibi. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, yep. I mean we'll full preview the game Thursday. I'll have a preview, uh, fun preview actually, a little bit different with. Uh, some other Michigan State folks are going to do a little collaboration with Spartan Hoops and SpartansWill.substack.com ah. to a combo preview on Wednesday, so look forward to that. But, yeah, we'll be talking about this team in the tournament and UCLA all this week, so we hope you join us. Rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe. Matt, you got some trivia for us? Yes, I do, Will. It is March 15th. Well, how do you like some softball trivia? Uh, what year did the Spartans capture their first Big Ten tournament softball title? 2011. I'll give you a hint. Detroit basketball. 2004. 2004, baby. That's right. Same year as the Pistons. All right, guys. Hey. We're, we're, the Pistons uh, won the Big Ten tournament in softball? Yeah. You, you missed that? 